might be a little bit different this week. Um, welcome to Praise and Worship 100. Welcome to Do You Really Know Your Bible Verses 305. Welcome to The Highlighter Doesn't Mean That You Know The Verse By Heart 102. Welcome to Hallelujah Night It's Clearly Not Your Night 202. <laughs> Oh shit. Okay, with that being said, he won. <laughs> Welcome to another rendition of a social experiment gone wrong that we like to call Who Raised You Hose? Um, I am your host, Lonnie, this week. My Twitter, Avi, is going to be, not even Avi. I'm going to hand the child. It's going to be Fat Legend. <laughs> and I am your co-host, Marlon. My Twitter handle this week is going to be uh, Lil Nas's Calvin Klein. Such think pieces to get into today. <laughs> um, as you guys can kind of hear, we are also not alone. Yes, that's right. And um, in typical fashion, we do not introduce our guests. We allow our guests to introduce themselves. That's right. So, guys, introduce yourself. Introduce please. yourself. Yeah, I can't see me, but I'm doing a lot. <laughs> hey, guys, Pivana, the one and only. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yo, 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 it's your boy Jay, also known as Jay Sparks, also known as the Chocolate King, also known as the best dark skin looking guy you've ever seen in your life. Yes, yes come on, let's fall, I love it, I love it. That's right, we have Sparks. Someone called you that before. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Sparks here with us today. Yes. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Here on the show. I'm Thank excited. you guys for coming. It's a long time coming, by the way. I know we've been plotting this one for a minute. We got here, it was so. like literally, I think it was the one time that I was like, okay, so when are we going to bring them on? <laughs> yeah, I was all for it. I'm like, when are we bring them on? Yeah. <laughs> we feel important. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week um, with my tops, I felt a little intrigued to um, add a little butter to my grits. Okay. <laughs> so this week, um, scroll one is going to be a bit of what I like to call think pieces. That's right. Um, on Twitter, you guys know whenever you guys trigger someone, there's a think piece that goes along with their feelings and a paragraph of how you should feel like they do too. <laughs> so um, I am going to start light and then we're going to move on to the think pieces. I'm going to keep it brief um, because there's a lot and luckily, I chose the topics this week that we can expand on. Okay. All are right. You, are y'all ready? <laughs> so, first things first, um, for R&B lovers like ourselves, okay. um, it's been confirmed 
that on May 8th, SWV and Escape will be doing versus. Okay. Very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> so, who is your buddy on then? Is a real question. You know, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> because I feel like memorable 90s hits for me out of the two was always SWV. True. True. Um, let's just say memorable. Yes. Um, you know, Escape got the they got the hits, but I feel like in reference to catalog, SWV. Okay. Sorry, okay. okay. Lonnie, who you got? You know, going my girls with voices. Okay. <laughs> All right. My girls with voices. What you think? Um, I'm not the R&B guy. <laughs> you got the R&B guy. Like I'm the R&B guy. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. I know maybe two Escape songs, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with Escape. That's perfectly fine. So if you play it on the radio, I know what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm in the song, I can hum it. Come on. Um, right. I think, uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with SWB too. Come on. Just cause like the the material. The material is there. And if I'm thinking about like discography wise, SWB has more than escape? Because Escape has three albums. SWV has more. SWV definitely has more. I think they have even And they have a little bit more longevity, too, because mm-hmm. even their later albums, when they got back together, they were decent. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see, though. All right. So now we slide into of heavier things. Um, <laughs> it's time to play Pick Your Poison. I don't want to do this shit today. I don't even sound healthy. What's that? <laughs> so, <laughs> pick your poison is when I have Marlon pick what topic we're going to talk about next. Okay. Now we're starting to think pieces. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Um, one is going to be double standard, and the other is going to be Karen. My eyebrows just twitched twice at both of these. I just don't. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get Karen out the way. I love trolling him. This fight. Karen out the way. You want to do Karen? You sure you want to do this? Listen, that's my final answer. Okay, so um, it's been reported that CBS has made an announcement that Sharon Osbourne will no longer be a part of the talk following her comments in support of Paris uh, Pierce Morgan. Very good job. Um. So, do you feel like it was necessary to shut down production just because she was crying privileged tears? Because remember, they they haven't, <laughs> since that happened, they haven't filmed. They haven't taped nothing. What? Just because she cried? Because she cried and complained. Get the fuck out of here. Cried, complained, and lawyered up. That wasn't necessary. Lawyered up for what? You forgot she had lawyers because they were really talking about removing her. Wait, I'm sorry. What was her overall complaint? So basically, she spoke uh, when everything came out after the Megan and Harry mm-hmm. interview with Oprah. She spoke up in defense of Pierce Morgan and saying that basically people pay for his opinion versus if he just openly gave it. So basically, if that was his opinion, mm-hmm. that was just that his opinion. So she took up in defense of him, mm-hmm. and of course, she got called out. It led to a huge, like, though she wanted to know where she was wrong, it led to a huge questioning because you publicly supported him before you got all the facts of right. what happened. And it was already noted you had a grudge for when you tried to date her. Mm-hmm. And it also came out that she wrote a letter, like I said before. Um, she had wrote a letter to the station in regards as a complaint toward him. Right. And it didn't stop. Well. So uh, I say good riddance. Like, get the fuck out of here. It wasn't necessary to like 
pause on production, I don't think. Um, because this is just one of those things where I just don't feel like she had... She doesn't have any real grounds to be like doing a lawsuit nothing like that. Like, what is she going to say? Good question. She hasn't, <laughs> since it came out that she was leaving, they haven't said anything else. So Right, like... Chick, like what? Okay, bye. Mother love you, mother hate you, mother fuck you. Don't like him. She could push the freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she, you can, but she already nine times out of ten for her exit, she already negotiated to be paid for the rest of the season. Uh-huh. You know she ain't leaving without money. Then there's that. Then there's that. There's never really a, just a, you're not only being paid. No, you're gonna have to pay me for the whole season if you want me to leave. Uh, I mean, and then know, some. And I'm tired of people who are like, I know that it's a legal thing, yeah, but taking further the extent of this freedom of speech shit because while you're free to say whatever the fuck you want to say mm-hmm. you're gonna have to deal with the consequences right. and backlash of what you say especially if you perform so, like that right like you are a public figure so your words are going to impact people in different ways and especially in the climate that we're in today mm-hmm. sis like it would behoove you to like mind your fucking words okay. uh-huh. so you said something and a lot of people did not like it Deal with it. Right. Period. And then there's that. Beyonce could never. And would never. It would never happen on that end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was being reported that Mona Scott Young feels that she's scrutinized very differently when compared Chad. to Andy Cohen and Carlos King as it relates to reality television. Please, Mona. Please, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did an interview where she st- uh, where she spoke with a publication by uh, Madame Noir. Um, she was asked if the criticism she received was sexist, and she stated that she felt that it was absolutely, absolutely. If you look at Andy Cohen, you look at Carlos King. Carlos actually worked on the Love and Hip Hop franchise, but you never pinpointed the same. Um, but they never been pinpointed the same way. So what scrutiny did she get? Um, basically, for the depiction that she has of black women, of artists, so on and so forth. I'm sorry. Uh, is it, they, they, it borders exploitation. I get where she's coming from, but in the same sense, you're just as guilty as Andy because Andy exploits the fuck out of black women. Yes. <laughs> yes. And does she not? Yes. Yes. They both do. <laughs> so what's the problem? Like, it's just black people being ghetto. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just. With a slight of luxury. But, so, what is she getting that Andy Cohen is not? I guess the. Ri- <laughs> the ridicule that comes with it, I'm assuming. Why ridicule? Or is it more of a recognition? <sighs> because. I'm not getting it. The math ain't math. <laughs> Somebody ain't doing the math right. <laughs> the science is not Yeah, I don't know about that. Somebody not doing the math right. I feel like, well, in, in the sense that, I mean, Andy Cohen is going to have, he already has like white male privilege on his Right, side. of course. So if she's speaking from that vantage point, I kind of get it. But other than that, it's like, sis, y'all both doing the same damn thing. It doesn't matter. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy yeah. What's the um, show he's on? Uh, um, Housewives. He's like one of the heads at Bravo, so he's one of the people that oversees like the Housewives, the Real Housewives franchise. Right, and I'm ready to drag him for a multitude of other reasons anyway, because he's just messy. 
So just I, messy. I'm assuming my next yes. my next two topics and the final ones that I have would technically qualify for pussy talk. I don't know if you have one for this week. Go for it. We're just going into the thread, I don't care. Oh well then well damn. Yeah. Um so we're gonna roll the dice again here. Pick your poison. Are we ready? I'm ready. Roll them. Roll them. All right. So, um, for Bussy Talk, this is our LGBTQ plus section where we talk about news along those lines. Mm-hmm. So there's only two things, and like I said, the rest of this is all thing pieces. Okay. Um. So, and pick your poison. You have my two cents, or um. Hmm, how do I word this last one? You can do it. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I'm trying to think. Um, or, hmm. The indifference. Period. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the spirit is telling me. Um, the spirit. <laughs> we're going to go for the indifference. Okay. This is a long one. Perfect. So, has everyone seen the Call Me By Your Name video? <clears throat> yes, I've seen it. Can we... Have, you've probably seen it, talked about, but you probably didn't see the actual video. Most likely that. Um, okay. what, what, can I get a... Um, what was that about? Okay. You want to explain it or you want me to do it? So, yeah, this is... You, break it down. So, the best way I can describe it is basically there was question of a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to the Bible and especially with homosexuality. So it starts off in like the Garden of Eden and it starts off with a snake, like him and a snake. Then if I'm not mistaken, the snake bites and kills him. He goes to heaven, but of course he's gay. So he goes down to hell Mm -hmm. and he ends up giving the devil a lap dance. Now, at the end of the lap dance, at the end of the lap dance, he takes the devil's horns and puts. He them, kills him first. He killed. Mm, there was blood. He snapped his neck. So he took after he ended the life of the devil. He took his horns and put it on his own head, and his eyes reflected at the end. Got it. Caught up. All right. So um, then, also, there was another. One. I forget the battle scene one. There was another video. No, it was a, before that. Remember the battle scene one where he had the pink hair and there was two bodyguards that had on like the white. The, right, the it wasn't necessarily a, bo- a battle scene. So after he gets like this kiss from the serpent in the Garden of Eden, they basically put him on trial for essentially being gay. So um, basically, he's being judged in that moment, and then they decide that you know you can't do this, you can't be gay or whatever, right. off with your head, pretty much. He dies, um, and then when he dies, he is ascending into heaven. But then he gets close to this angel in the sky, mm-hmm. and then instead of going to heaven, he slides down a stripper pole all the way down the hill. So basically, it's the story of Pontius Pilate. If you know your words, as, he, as, he, <laughs> as, he's, as, he's, as he's catching up, right? So while he does that, we can still talk about it. Right. Gets him to give an opinion now. The real question is, is we, I purposely, purposely did not talk about this. Mm-hmm. I purposely mm-hmm. marinated on this response because I waited and you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. You knew <laughs> it was coming. Yeah, 
the indifference is me personally. I get what was what was trying to be done, mm-hmm. but morally, I can't support it. Right. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Morally, I have a problem with just that. And it's not the video in itself. It's literally when he went to hell. I was like, okay. Now we're bordering on morally wrong here. Not to mention how it literally looks as satanic worship. So it's like that's where I get, like I said, I understand the whole point and the whole message he was going through. I'm mean, trying to express, but to me, I felt like that was really extreme to push it to that point. That's just me personally speaking. Yeah. Well, go ahead, friend. I know you have a different opinion because I know, I know. Come on, friend. Um, there is a culmination of different things that are going on with how he put this out, with the imagery and the story that he chose to use mm-hmm. to say what he wanted to say. Um, and quite frankly, he did what he intended on doing, which is sparking the conversation. Shaking the table. He shook the table mm-hmm. all the way up. Um, yeah. basically kind of threw that bitch against the wall and gave somebody to say something. <laughs> so, a long ass triple point. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Lord. you know, they should have did a, re- a reaction to this video. <laughs> I think that, um, I think that people are like, it's triggering to a lot of people that were brought up Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's triggering because we've been indoctrinated to believe that anything dealing with the devil is evil, period. Right. He should have no presence, no bearings on life, life, anything good, blase, skippy, boo. Right. Um, But again, the whole scene, that scene in particular, the ascending into heaven and then descending into hell, is the story of Pontius Pilate. If you are not familiar with the story of Pontius Pilate, Jesus did the same thing. He descended into hell to fight the devil and to take over. And that's essentially what he did in the video. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know that, because, again, being brought up Christian, you're triggered to see, oh, if you're doing anything hand-in-hand with the devil, it's automatically Satanism, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are throwing around uh, Satan worship and or Satanism research will show that Satanism is not really a thing it's actually a made up religion and it's not really quote unquote real like that it can't even be considered a religion but you know I know it's people that actually will consider it but continue right but I, I just think that and I'm not taking anything from anyone and how they feel about it because we all have opinions on it and that's the reason why he put it out mm-hmm. but I just want to challenge people to kind of like Something that Lil Nas X has been doing since he hit the music scene is giving something very visual, catching people's attention, and riding it off into the sunset. It has worked for him every time. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way that a lot of people consume music and artistry now. Right. Mm-hmm. We long gone are the days of like looking for complete bodies of work. Everybody wants single. Mm-hmm. We all on visual. People don't even like read articles anymore. We go for headlines. Yeah. You see the headline and then people just take off with the information. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they built this whole story around something they read in the headline, mm-hmm. but nobody goes to read the article to figure out what's going on. So like when I saw it, I was like, all right, bitch. Like that was, you did that. You did that. And I knew that it was going to take off in this way because he got the response that he knew that he was going to get. 
but people are really quick to be like, oh, he dealing with the devil. Again, it goes back into that rhetoric about we as black people cannot be successful unless we're worshiping Satan. Mm-hmm. They say it about Beyonce all the time. She's part of the Illuminati. She can't be that successful. She right. got to be worshiping the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got these horns on in this video. Oh, my God. She worshiping the devil again. Oh, um, when they went through that whole thing about her wearing the um, the Terry Mugler uh, corset and everything, they swore it was, oh, she was worshiping Baphomet. Oh, Sasha Fierce is actually mm-hmm. her alter ego that worships the devil. This, he is literally turning it on its head. Why do we feel like he's worshiping the devil? His story and that entire video and that song is literally what they put us through as gay people every day. If you are gay, you are going straight to hell. So he said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to like negate myself, my being, my sexuality. I'm not going to go to pomp and circumstance and do this dance for y'all mm-hmm. and be old town road, Lil Nas X anymore. I'm 21 years old. I'm a black gay man. Mm-hmm. And since y'all say I'm going to, going to hell, I'm going straight to hell. I'm going to be the baddest bitch when I get down there. And then when I get down there, fuck what you heard. I might be dancing on his lap, but I'm killing this motherfucker and I'm taking over my life and donning my own crown and I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But no one can see that because all you see. I, I ain't gonna hold you. You see, I'm saying this now. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, because all I saw was you wilding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though. Oh, yeah, it's the so. truth. You know, and it, this, this, like, the same people that I won't watch American Horror Story coming because I don't deal with witchcraft. That's that Satan shit, blah, blah, blah. If you don't practice, if you don't know what's going on in witchcraft, everybody in witch, witchcraft and Satanism are two totally different things. Very much. Two totally different things. Mm-hmm. But if you are not willing to educate yourself or dig a little mm-hmm. deeper and you just go with the, whoa, whoa. Because, like, I was reading online. It was motherfuckers talking about some, oh, he out here and he got the same fucking in the ass. I was like, did we see the same? I didn't see any of course happen. Because I didn't see coitus at all. I, 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 I didn't see looking? that happen. I definitely saw Satan fucking in the ass. So I went to go look. I, was, <laughs> I, I would love to see what that looked like. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I just feel like. I'm, again, I tell people all the time, do not base your opinion off of fear. Always base it off of information. You can't just be like... You don't even read. That's what I'm saying. But again, he did it. He got the response he knew he was going to get. I was going to be like, oh, you fucking up. Now, now, I don't know if I can do it no more. Just like people was like, oh... You know, what happened to being uh, a person for the kid? What happened to Old Town Road? What happened? Like, you got all those kids. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. But I have to say this. Mm -hmm. There was one thing that he said. It was a tweet. And he said, basically, yes, I understand the success of Old Town Road came from children. Mm -hmm. However, I can't entertain children for the rest of my career. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm not here. Like... I love when artists say that personally because I'm like, yes, they're artists, but at the same at the same time, they're not responsible for your kids. Right, you are. Mm-hmm. So they're still watching it, consuming it as a parent. That means you're not doing your job. That's right. your business. Yeah. <laughs> not mine. Yeah. When it comes to him, it really is because of his own sexuality. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even in our generation, so I feel like an artist in our generation that did that. If you think about it, was Soulja Boy. If you think about it, he was making music that was for kids. We were dancing with him and all that, and then all of a sudden, he started making all of this insta music. Pop, pop. Exactly, mm-hmm. but he said it the same way. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not making music just for kids. But that's accepted. But again, when it comes to Nas, 
Because again, that was a very visual video. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. And first of all, you really even bothered about him until he actually came out. Let's just speak. Let's spade a spade. That too. <laughs> that too. But again, if you aren't comfortable or aren't okay with what he's putting out and who he's choosing to be as an artist, don't support him. No choice. Don't support it. Oh. Don't support it. You see that and be like, hmm, not my cup of tea. And be done with and that's it. it. That's, that's, it. It. that's what you want to put out. That's what you want to do. That doesn't mean it has to apply to me. That's your business. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of problems. It's whatever you want, honestly. And the crazy part is, I saw a whole think pieces, especially like when you look at some of the comments. I'm like, of all people, you that literally came up off of having sex with a rapper or someone that's an entertainer, had several surgeries done on your body, had the nerve to criticize this man when you're glorifying being an escort or prostitution, basically on a daily basis and you have the nerve to develop a conscience because you see he's also has a Nike deal and will be selling shoes that I think has like a drop of actual like blood. It has like a Satan cross on it. That's what I'm trying to I'm sorry. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. They're a little cute. I ain't going to lie. They're a little cute. Take off that little star. I will throw it up. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. Even still, even with that, Again, we give symbols so much power. The pentagram is literally just the star of David turned on the time. It's the same damn thing. If you go and you do the research about the pentagram, you're going to get two totally different stories depending on what lens you're looking from. In Satanism, it will be a representation of Baphomet. If you're looking from Wiccanism, it will be a representation of nature, and it's used for good. Again, it depends on where you're looking from or what lens you use. Can you see? Now you see why I believe with this indifference, right? <laughs> Again, have your opinions, but have the knowledge to back up your opinion. Because essentially what happens is, you say shit like this, and there's people like me in the corner be like, no way. That's no actually what that means. <laughs> And See an album for me is when I run out of this money from Old Town Road. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now an album is coming. <laughs> so ran out of the money. Well, we have one more. We can make it very, very brief. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was brought up that I don't, you know I am Zoe. Yeah. I know. Oh, child. Yes, I'm going there. So Zoe brought up a very wonderful yet convenient double standard that goes into women coming out versus men. Mm-hmm. Now, he said something that was very, very real. All of a sudden, because Tammy's daughter has come out, mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's saying his viewpoint has changed. But there was someone on Instagram that brought up several times that he made headlines from saying homophobic shit and transphobic shit. And now all of a sudden, because it's your daughter, everything changes. So, of course, Tammy, being his biggest cheerleader, jumped on and said, well, can't people change? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Woo! 
Ooh, y'all go ahead, because y'all know when I get started, I'm going to get started. So, if y'all got something to say, go right ahead. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Waka was very open about how he felt about the LBG, etc. community. Mm-hmm. He And he publicized that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. This was before Charlie came out, whatever the ordeal with his stepdaughter. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Thank you for the emphasis on step. How long? Thank you. <laughs> I do very much believe that people can change their opinion on things because knowledge is power. Yes. yes. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that when your stepdaughter comes out, now you just accept it. Now everything is okay because now it's in your immediate family and it will affect you immediately. Because Waka always was verbal about quote quote that gay shit mm-hmm. but then it had go ahead I'm gonna let you finish your thought and then when I saw it and one thing I always liked to him about I think she's a very smart woman but I feel like I don't think Zoe was trying to attack your family he was he just wasn't. trying to make a point mm-hmm. that if he's going to be accepting of his stepdaughter, which is completely fine, like I said, maybe he had to go through it personally to understand what it was because maybe he wasn't exposed to it. Whatever the situation may be, but I feel like the way she attacked the situation, you knew what your husband said because mm-hmm. he said it to the world. Regardless, you didn't care back then. You didn't care how it made it seem, how it made y'all seem because you stand by him at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because I know if my man do some stuff that I don't necessarily agree with, like, whoa, 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 let's put it in. <laughs> Let's have some pillow talk and let's discuss things. Right. That was never said. And I get you stand by your man as you should. But right. Now you just want everybody to just understand that people can change. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. Especially how he openly said it so aggressively, too. Mm-mm. Tammy, this is where you sit. sit hit the bench, Sam. <laughs> this is not it for you. The sparks, what you think? Oh, I, I disagree with my spouse completely. Okay, come on. Oh, damn, kids. come on in. But I do respect uh, her opinions always of um, what she said. And it's the, to, to an extent, I understand what you're saying, but I do feel like until something affects you personally, you, you're going to feel a certain way. And I feel like that's how Waka was. Like, it never was something that was in his immediate space. It was mm-hmm. never, you got to understand, like, his, I, I don't know him personally, but as far as, like, you know, what he allowed to the public. That's not something that's in his immediate space, which is why he generates that opinion. That's fine. I see you, brother. <laughs> Outside of our room, I'll let you finish. And that's even something I can take that personally. See, before it was like something that was exposed to me in regards of, you know, people that are homosexual or have that sexual preference. Especially in my culture, that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't until they started becoming exposed to me and it was something that I was around regularly. And I was just like, I don't care what you do. That's just your business. <laughs> So why am I feeling this way? Because that's just how I, that's what I was around. Mm-hmm. See, at the end of the day, people don't realize you are who you are around. This is very true. At the end yeah. of the day, right? You around mm-hmm. ten broke people, what you gonna be? Broke. Bro. You around ten fat people, what you gonna be? Fat. All right. So at the end of the day, if you around people that don't have a tolerance towards homosexuality, what you gonna be intolerant to homosexuality? I get that. This is very true. Yeah, I get that. So I feel like now that that has been brought into his space, and at the end of the day, I, I know you said stepdaughter, but then he sees that as his. No, daughter. and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my only issue is the way he would speak about homosexuality before she came out. Like, it wasn't one of those things, like, you, you, even if you've never been around anybody that was homosexual, mm-hmm. 
you you have a level of respect mm-hmm. if that's your business right. i don't necessarily agree with it but i'm over here right. i'm not gonna make you feel bad i'm not gonna discredit you as a person or a human being mm-hmm. at the end of the day that is not what waka did just to be fair okay. I'm gonna throw a wrench at everyone's thing. That's why I was raising oh, my hand. No, I saw, I saw. Uh, um, it came out. It, on growing up, my on growing up hip hop. Yeah. It came out that you remember he had a brother that committed suicide. Mm-hmm. This brother just so happened to be gay. Right. And he was afraid to come out because he felt like Dev wouldn't accept him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it wasn't Waka. He was worried about Dev's reaction. So. If you knew this, then what was your purpose of spewing hate for so long? Mm-hmm. And then it took for you to have, whether it's stuff or not, your child come out and say this that caused that switch. Is a level of accountability that's not happening here that needed to happen mm-hmm. once he was questioned that never took place. If you're mm-hmm. gonna, if you said it, stand in it, especially if it's a receipt. Stand in it. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, Own I it. like I said it, I feel differently now. In growth, that has to be accountability. Mm-hmm. It's no way you could do it without it. Right. So if you said it, stand in it. Yes, exactly. I said it. I was ignorant to what I know now and what I believe and how mm-hmm. I feel now. That's how you own it. But the way that y'all doing it, thinking that someone's attacking you and he wasn't. is the problem. He's not attacking you. He's pointing out a long-standing double standard that works against men. Mm-hmm. But women get praised more for coming out as bi or lesbian, but men don't. Men get shunned for it and have whole hate speeches coming their way for coming out as gay. Mm-hmm. Bi or anything under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. But that's all I well, that being said, thank you all for playing today. This was fun. <laughs> I am done with my section of the show. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We can refill some cups and then we're going to jump into it. Yes, we'll be right back, you guys. Stay put. You know, um, while we were filling our cups, I, I, I genuinely. Yes, I, I have a question. Okay. Sit down. Okay, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. More questions for the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's, it's been hard for me to come forth with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can let it out. You can do it. Come on. I can do it. Come on. Yes, you can do it. What am I trying to say here? I don't know. What you know are you trying to say? What? I haven't talked to Sydney. That's your listening letter. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better send some goddamn listening letters. What is the problem? We know y'all listening. We see your numbers. And we know you're out there. Y'all out there somewhere. We know you're out there. So listen. My number's somewhere. Oh, listen. All you gotta do. All you gotta do. All social media platforms. Facebook. IG. Twitter. Yes, and then, then we have an actual email set up. Yes, yes. So WRYH Podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, if and you then, want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't like crying to y'all. Send an email. Give them the email. Ask WRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is Ask WRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Listen. What so, is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got none. The smartphone is in your hand right now. I got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes. My, I'm tired of handing him tissue. I'm stressing me out. You. Just you. 
Y'all stressing Lonnie out too. Uh, clearly he's cr- clearly he's crying. He won't fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen. And he can, uh, he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh my god. Well, our cups are full, and it looks like we're back. We is back. <laughs> All right, so it is time for the thread, and we are going to talk to our illustrious guests about some good stuff. So, um, got some questions for y'all. Throw them out there. So, tell us a little bit about your individual businesses. How did you get your start, and what inspired you to build that route? Where's my damn notebook? (laughs) You want to go first, or you want me to dive in? Okay. Um. Hi, Ivana. Yes, I'm back. So, you know, I got a traditional nine to five that got to pay the bills, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a makeup artist on the side. Um, I do bridals, weddings, baby showers, quinceañeras, whatever you need. I am your girl. Mm-hmm. I also did recently pick up a new craft, which I started classes for at the end of this next month, end of April, which is via eyelash check. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-day course, eight hours a day, but um, I already have my third stream of income set up. Okay. So I have my nine to five, which eventually will die off. Mm-hmm. I am a makeup artist, and then I'll be a certified lash tech. So the people that I actually, I work through a company with my makeup artistry. So her job is they book through her, she gets her little 10%, and the artist gets the rest of the payment. Nice. Um, so she, I guess, I've been working for her for maybe, I want to say maybe two years. Um, and now I'm a lead makeup artist now in the New Jersey area because I'm a New Jersian now. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find us, friend. You here now. You here now. I know. Um, so then she, I guess, one, one thing about me, I'm one of those people that I'm very scared of everything in the beginning. <laughs> so, I guess she always seen something in me, so she pushed me. She got her own couple of business, so she has a, also a spa. Mm-hmm. So, she like, look, all I need you to do is get your certificate to be a certified lash technician. You got a job. Sweet. Just get your certificate. You got a place to work. And one thing about it, one thing about Ivana, I'm not going to do something that doesn't fit my level of security. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, I the bills got to be paid Listen. first. Listen. So I told her, like, look, I don't mind this. You've given me this opportunity. I have a space. I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. The money that I make doing lashes and doing makeup is going into my pocket. She just provided me the space. Okay. All right. So, um, but I told her, like, I mean, I'm the type of person, just like with makeup, it took me a while to start doing other people's makeup because one thing about me, I know how to do my face. But you're not gonna tell me how I need to do yours if you pay me. <laughs> you're paying me. Let me do this, okay. okay? So it took me a while to tr- transition there, but I'm there now. I'm comfortable. I have clientele, which I'm very blessed about. Um. So when I transition, eventually I will just ditch my nine to five and be working as a full time makeup artist and lash tech. Um. But. That's that's what I got going on, and then Jamal and I have a lot of Ooh, business. We'll get there. Ooh, Ooh. I made it. Who? <laughs> Jay Sparks. Um, <laughs> got going on, but yeah, that's me. Awesome. I'm so how did you get your start? What inspired you to start doing makeup? You know, I used to dig in my mom's makeup bag. <laughs> she always told me don't go in her drawer. What I do, go in her drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it just started from there. Like, it was just something to do because I had brothers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of being locked in the closet, let's go do some makeup. Okay. So okay. I didn't bother them. So it kind of started from there. And then once I got comfortable with myself, I just branched out. Okay. So, okay. Right. okay. Brothers Paul? <laughs> I don't know how I follow that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot, right? <laughs> um... So I've always been an entrepreneur by nature. Um, I was the kid that, that I was the kid that in like elementary school, middle school, high school. I was the kid that was something you can't that you can't get inside of school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for that story, where are you both from? I need to know this. <laughs> for backstory, there's a reason why I asked. You're gonna find out in a second. Where are you both from? Well, I was born in Albany, New York, with the cows and the chickens, but I was raised in Flatbush. Okay. I'm um, originally from Queens, New York, but I was raised in Brooklyn. New York has always had that type of. Thing. Shit behind them. They're gonna make a dollar. They're gonna make a, they gonna make a dollar. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said it. They're like, everyone I know from New York will sit there and be like, yo, I saw you this and you give me this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that way from young. Like, I used to watch kids' bikes on the corner in front of my house, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. whatever it was, a kind of house like. And then, um, as I kind of got older, that entrepreneurial business, it kind of followed me. I started my first business when I was 19 years old. Okay. And what business was that? I was in network marketing. Uh-huh. Um, I did that for a few years. Um, I would say I didn't get the success that I wanted from it, but it definitely opened up my mind to a whole lot more. And over. Like, I was definitely the kid that in every in every school that I've been through, I never knew what a library was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I started my first business, I got around people that kind of changed my life. Like, instead of teaching me how to make money on the corner, they taught me how to make money legally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I started reading books, started teaching myself, started learning. I can tell you right now, I got a bachelor's degree and I've never been to college. Well, no, nah, I've never been to college, never finished college. Word. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm self-taught. Um, started investing in real estate, stocks, stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, started our brand, which we'll get into later. Okay, come um, on. Right. And then, um, so on and so forth. I got other things that I can go on in regards to that too, but I won't speak on it until it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. But I will say that it's in the beauty industry as well. Okay. Okay. Sweet shit. Well, Sweet that shit. So that rolls us right into our second question. So tell us about the business that you all have together. Just black people being great. I love and listen, we love greatness. Is it not? Hello? Period. <laughs> so honestly, it just really came from a whim because when we came into each other's life, the one thing that we had in common, common was traveling. Okay. We feel like black people as a culture, they just don't chew, like they don't think past their current environment. Mm-hmm. Go across the world. Mm-hmm. That's how you know what you want for yourself. That's how you know what you want for your future. Because just living in Brooklyn in a shoebox apartment is not enough for me. Okay. But we both always had that in common, and we both literally enjoy traveling. And not to toot our own horn, but we good looking people. So I feel like they are good looking people. I feel, and I feel like a lot of people are naturally drawn to us, and I think more so outside of the looks is just. We just want to have fun in life. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. We, we, we pay our bills and we have fun. There's literally nothing in between. Got it. And I feel like, I guess for other people that's brand especially the whites, mm-hmm. they, they like to see it. Because, you know, we black, but we not ghetto black. And I think they like to see that. And I think for us, we like to show people that this is not the end of your world. Okay. From which mm-hmm. you've been exposed to. So that's why we, you know, started off Sparks on the Go, which is just black people traveling and living a luxury life that we deserve. Okay. Oh, that's right really what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is it like, so 
as a collective, I hope I'm not taking more of your question. Is it like a collective where you guys trying to do a travel agency type of situation or is it like a blog? Give us a little more context if you can or if it's still in development, you have to. Um, we definitely focus more on the blogging on the aspect, not travel agency. I mean, we have people hit us up all the time for mm-hmm. advice in regards to traveling, and you know, we've never been selfish with the information. Um, but we kind of just share our experience because, like she said earlier, we just have a an audience. You know, what I'm saying people that you know want to be attentive to the things that we're doing, right? Because it's very uncommon. I feel like in, in our community, there's no focus on traveling. Mm-hmm. You know. So, and now something that I've been exposed to as a, you know, a young child and something that, you know, she's been exposed to now. And it's just some, such a fulfillment that comes with it. You yes. know what I'm saying? And, I, and we try to show people that fulfillment, mm-hmm. you know, and turn it into something positive that we both enjoy to do together. One of the best things I can say is, thank God that I had the God, like my family and my God family especially, mm-hmm. I've traveled outside the country before I was even 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. traveled all up and down the East Coast, went to Disneyland. Like, <laughs> like you don't understand. We don't travel. Like, he said it's very true. We don't travel enough. Like, we're just used to being at home. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Because it's like, it's such a world outside of home. Yeah, it definitely is. Crazy and I'm, like, I am, I'm very thankful for, like, this kind of this new uprising of black people traveling mm-hmm. um, because of that very reason. Like, I finally went out of the country for the first time myself mm-hmm. at fucking 38. And wasn't it amazing? Flop. Wasn't it beautiful? America's ghetto. Ah, I, I hate it here. I don't want to do it anymore. You feel that way every time you come back. You know, you <laughs> I, felt like that, I felt like that when you left the Bahamas. I was like, why do I have to come it's one of those things where I, I just I wish that I would have done it sooner but again kind of like a callback to the earlier conversation you know you are who you hang around you are your upbringing mm-hmm. so if you've never been exposed to those kinds of you're things you don't really have any aspirations to do that unless that's something that kind of wells up in you as mm-hmm. you grow and become your own person mm-hmm. so I think that is really really dope um, so next question what are some obstacles you've run into with starting your business and how you learn to overcome them. Ooh, where's my notebook for real? <clears throat> so, you want me to go you? Yeah. The person that came to my head was starting a business, especially starting a business with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Communication has to be A1. Mm. I mean, there cannot be no lapse. Like, you guys need to completely understand each other because if you don't, then it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. So, I feel like when we were first starting it, especially when we're trying to put out content, we both had ideas, we were kind of stumbling over each other, and then it kind of was putting something that was supposed to be so great kind of into a negative space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once we sat back and kind of really digested what it is that we wanted to do, mm-hmm. we got better. You know? okay. So that's, that's my... Okay. I would agree. And I feel like because he's my spouse, mm-hmm. it could go from you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right, to a, to an attitude about the garbage can. And this is what we good at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once I debrief and mm-hmm. get all of my womenly feelings out, <laughs> I get back to that. Like I, this is what we do. At the end of the day, we travel, and people I feel like like to see it. Let's see, yeah. mm-hmm. And and we enjoy it at the end of the day, and I feel like that's the drive for us because we gonna travel. Period. Yeah. Period. It's really um, really smart to capitalize on black love. 
mm-hmm. and pair that with your business mm-hmm. because black people have always been the hot topic, but like right now, and I say that this was you all's intention, but it's it is like divine timing to mm-hmm. do it because we are, I feel like we are at a space as black people where we are kind of rising in different avenues and areas Mm -hmm. and people are paying a lot more attention. Um, Also, what you all are doing with your business is going to be very influential and inspirational to generations behind Mm -hmm. you. Um, And that will, in turn, uh, inspire our children to do what you all are doing and not be bogged down with like the things that we have seen in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I don't have to like mm-hmm. stay in wherever I live in right. city here right. for the rest yes. of my life. There are yes. things that I want to see, things that I want to do, and I can do that because Sparks from the Go been doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I commend y'all for that. Um so tell us about the inception of Sparks on the Go and how your personal business business uh business ventures blend and contribute to your collective brand. Oh that's a two part question. Yes. I know the how it started. You want to go from there? You can take off the next part. All right, so we took, <laughs> all right, we took a trip. We took a cruise. It was supposed because we do a lot of quick trips. We like quick trips, you know what I'm saying? Just to get away, F all y'all, um, and <laughs> restart, you know what I'm saying? So we took a quick Bahama three-day cruise on Carnival. Okay. Remember? Yes, sir. Right. And we was having a good time. And this was at the height when everyone was just kind of, that was in our personal point. I was like, you know, you guys should do YouTube. You guys should start putting it out. This, that, and the third. And I sat there. We were at the bar drinking, as per usual. Um, <laughs> we like to drink. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I ain't going to lie about it. And I know if you guys just like, yo, like, we should just start doing it. And then she wasn't objective to it. And then, but this is the thing about me. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. I said, Literally, we I like right the now. camera Sunday. <laughs> right. I said, we're going to go right now. She said, what? I said, I'm making Instagram right now. We're going to start with something. Because I know when you're trying to get to a goal, it's every little step, but the most important thing is taking that first step. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person to say, I'm going to do something and not do it. So I said, we're going to do it right now. Yes. And that was the day that we created the Instagram, posted up our first video. And I said, because this will start to spark ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take Let's take a step. So uh, that was August 2019 mm-hmm. that we did that. Mm-hmm. So that's how Sparks and the Ghost started. And Sparks came from, you know, the name that I go by. And then, you know, I consider her as Mrs. Sparks. And going back and forth with names, and I'm just like on the go. Like, because we're always on the go. So it, it kind of just flowed. Yeah, and it really started. does. It really does. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. What's that for y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what's the second? So the, pers- the second part was how do your personal business ventures blend and contribute to the collective brand? Hmm. I think for us, even before we really started traveling, we would go out heavy, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's just to have a good time, make a memory that we didn't have before. I remember the first time I actually traveled with Jamal, and that was because he was on a business trip and he told me to come. You can. <laughs> I mean, my dad's already had to ask questions. <laughs> even from that, the one thing about he and I, he and I, we're going to have some fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was always the fun aspect out of it. We could literally be in a room of no lights and just be giggling. <laughs> so I feel like that will always be the drive because at the end of the day, we're going to have fun with each other. Regardless of, and as far as the goal, it's not just, just for traveling, it's about 
experience in different we go to different states to go out to dinner mm-hmm. just to keep it high, high you know right. what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it's just to, to keep people thinking out the box right that's how right. kind of love dies in itself because you're mm. just like oh right we here so I feel like that that aspect of the fun and that we actually want to do it will always keep it keep it spicy keep it heavy keep it moving mm-hmm. so I think that's what we kind of thrive on okay mm-hmm. that's super dope um I, I definitely something that I admire about you brother Sparks um we had a conversation about business before yeah and we were just talking about traveling mm-hmm. which is what you all do mm-hmm. and something that really hit me because being a person that didn't travel like that mm-hmm. um you know you said something you made it so simple and you were like when you're planning a trip buy a flight first that's literally the first step to any trip. Buy your ticket first. Don't put nothing else. Get your ticket first. The ticket isn't. That's it. And it was like, when you said that, I was like, well, shit. It makes all the sense in the world because I listen to people all the time. They're like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then you get like wrapped up in your mind about how you're going to plan all this shit out. And then it becomes this really big thing, especially for me. I started looking at first of all, I talk myself out of shit all the time because Marlon's the type of person, my bills need to be paid, I need to have exactly. a roof over my head, exactly. like how all this shit's done. Exactly. So I'm like, mm, I'm gonna do this, but that whole like buy your ticket and it becomes real. You know you're going. Mm-hmm. So everything you just stack everything up after that. So like again, um, I just want to encourage you to keep going. Like, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> um, okay, so that goes into my next question, which we kind of touched on, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper. How much does your romantic relationship influence your business partnership? Do you find that it mostly hinders or helps in the long run? The only hinder that I would prominently say is when we disagree. Okay. And, only, and typically, we only disagree in reference to the concept that we throw out. Because one thing about Jay and I, we are perfectionists. Mm-hmm. And literally, we did a video from Jay had a stain on his shoulder. <laughs> he was ready to throw it all away. That was the Pocky Chip video. And that I remember that moment. He was like, you remember that He was so upset at himself, like, why did look at my shirt? And it was like, it was <laughs> and he was already like, when I think he was aggravated for more than 72 hours about that one stand, I said, Babe, you know, you a person, you human. It's okay. She, she honestly put I, like, I edited it, she put it up. Cause I promise you, I spent a couple days editing that video, right? And just upset. I'm angry at it. Like, I am an angry at it. <laughs> so then I get to the end of it, like I said. But she was like, it's fine. If people see it, see it. Now, she had kind of to bring me down. So honestly, if you think about it, like our romantic, uh, our romantic relationship kind of helps Always the business back. because it'll 
Because my perfectionism, like who I am as a person, I get angry real quick and she kind of can snap me back. You know what right. I'm saying? So it really does help. I, I really do need it sometimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I be so angry, bro. She's like, yo, let's just get it out. Let's just put it out. And you know, people gotta say something, they're gonna say something. And then they just like, oh, you got something to say. <laughs> I mean, just, just pull up. We can find it. But you know what? The one thing I learned, especially about mistakes with content, is it's good to leave them there. Yeah. Why? In a, in, I think I told you this before. I leave it there as basically it's the imperfection. Like, yes, I'm yeah. a perfectionist by nature. But leaving that in there lets me know, like, yo, I'm not perfect. Right. Like, I fucked this up. That was a small fuck up. And yes, people will notice. Oh, yeah. But I'm still going to put it out there because guess what? I'm not ashamed of my fuck up. Right. I'm not ashamed of that flaw because right. nothing is going to be absolutely 100% perfect. You're going to have one thing go wrong. Right. And that's. Let me tell you how simple that mistake was. I had two shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. believe in financial freedom and that's all I want to provide to my lady to my children and to everybody that's around me. Um, 
At the end of the day, that's all you gotta do, and it just takes hard work, effort, and consistency. Um, <laughs> with that being said, that's all I'm gonna provide. I just want to be able to wake up when I wake up, go to sleep when I want to sleep. You're not gonna you know, tell me when I'm gonna clock out to eat lunch. You're not gonna tell me I'm gonna out to eat my food. You're not gonna tell me when I'm gonna go because that's basically what a job controls you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, a job sense is just over broke. People don't know that. You know what I'm saying? The job's not gonna provide you, you know, the, the life that you wanna live. I wanna go to Bora Bora, I don't wanna go to Bora Bora. I wanna go to Harry. You know what I'm saying? I wanna I wanna be a random Wednesday and I say, yo, babe, let's go out to, to Italy. Hey, look, I'm ready. <laughs> my bag is fake. I just wanna be so if I gotta sacrifice the season of my life to have the rest of my life be the best life that I could ever live with. Mm-hmm. So that's just what we're doing right now. We're grinding, we're hustling, mm-hmm. and we're doing what we got to do to live the life that we want to live and provide. To. And not only that, it's to show other people that it's doable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people, you prioritize your bills, but you don't prioritize your brain and kind of having a good life. What is your kids, What is your quality of life? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We too, we too focused on quantity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We too focused on buying designer clothes and buying designer sneakers instead of going and experiencing a different culture. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I done met some of the greatest people in the world not here in the States. Hello. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. we got people hitting us up to this day like, hey, we're coming to town. We want to spend some time with you guys. You know what I'm saying? And they got money. Yo, I promise you, we done met millionaires on vacation. And that's what we look at each other like, we can do this. And that's another thing. I feel like people like that are kind of... Me and Jamal, one thing about it, we, we know that we black. So we don't want to be the black people that get too much attention. Mm-hmm. Let me... Cause, when we travel, it's always old white people. Yeah, you don't see us. You don't see young black kids or young black men or women. You don't see even not even young, just black in general. Right. Let me see a sixty-year-old brother on vacation in a room, but I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't prioritize it, and it's just it's sometimes it's, it's upsetting, but it's understandable. You know what I'm saying? But like I was telling you, prioritize it. Right. It's so important. Make it real. Like set whatever little money you make it a part of your everyday. Honestly, you can put flights on layaway now. Yes, you can. I just learned yes, that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can put flights on layaway now. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you first. Layaway. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Layaway. You can put a flight on layaway. Okay, I'll pay later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like make that a priority in your life because honestly, it it's not even just getting away or just traveling. It's literally a vacation and allows you to mentally reset. It allows you to see a different culture, how different things Because this life shit is hard. Realize it. Okay. It's ghetto. I need you to use a pipe terminology. Ghetto. That's the most beautiful thing about vacation. Every time I go on vacation, I come up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm in my day-to-day life, I can't, I don't really, I mean, I do it, right. but not to the extent of when I'm away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I come home and you just like, you ready to hit the ground running. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so important for people. We got topic. It was no. 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 You are actually fine. You are actually fine. It works. I am not complaining. I want you to continue. I just. <laughs> I. I cannot stress enough how important it is to have this type of energy mm-hmm. in these spaces and mm-hmm. take them beyond these spaces. Mm-hmm. Like I am so beyond proud of y'all for what you are doing, what you aspire to do and what you will do. Um because when I think about you all, I think about like how far you all can take this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think about the kids because they are being brought up under you guys. Yeah. Um and how you all are literally cultivating our future, you know what I mean, and I, I think that people don't people don't 
don't really get a lot of like credit to that because you know um, we have to be very cognizant of what we feed this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and while there are lots of very dark things going on in the world, mm-hmm. there's a lot of light going on right, right now mm-hmm. that children and our children's children will be able to take on and come and I, I literally have hope that they can change the narrative on a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. Um, and like I'm very appreciative that you all are being a part of that by doing what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like simply saying I'm going to be happy. Yeah. I'm going to live my life on my terms, right. um, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because what we've been taught does not work. Thank you. It does not Thank work. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Inspire me because you know, Mama. I'm, I, you know, I totally you know like, I, I, when you said like you know I was the type of person like I'm gonna pay my bills to my nine to five and that's what I get. Mm-hmm. I was raised in that that. That's what my mama did. My mom, right, 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 mm-hmm. right. That is her. Even my dad, when my dad before my dad stopped working and he did his shit, but that was him. Nine to five, get it done, pay your bills. Mm-hmm. And while that's a nice mindset to have to kind of prioritize the things that are important, but they don't teach you that you will burn out on that shit. You will burn out. Um, you, will. you will burn out very fast on that shit, too. And, and you're, just, you're just miserable, I think. Yeah. It's not I said this all the time. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault. It's just like we weren't given the information to think otherwise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to me, but I mean, I always been this way. I always had like a me too attitude. Like, if you can do something, I can do it too. Right? But then past just, you know, our common peers, I think about people who are Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, so on and so forth. Y'all breathe the same air I breathe. You right. bleed just how I bleed. You have the same 24 hours in a day that I have. What is the difference between me and you? Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Goddamn. I'm, I'm nowhere near that point, but I can tell you right now, I'm a work and I'm a get there. There's no stopping from getting there. But unfortunately, we're raised in, in how we're raised, just mm-hmm. like literally, we're taught to go to school. Mm-hmm. Get a good grade okay. so you get a good job. And that's so you can job. work 40 hours a day every single week to get a pension and you're supposed to retire off of that pension. Right. Y'all need to look and see that pension. Y'all can't pay for the rest of your life. No. It ain't gonna work. The way that the system is made up doesn't work no more. Maybe that had worked 50 years ago. Yeah. But it don't work no more. It's not that anymore. Not at all. So you gotta, you know, that's that's the financial side outside of the traffic. You know what I'm saying? You gotta find what works for you. And, and quality of life a lot of people doesn't even measure up to what our paychecks look like. And no, uh,
And these jobs don't care. Okay, so if this pandemic ain't teach y'all nothing, these jobs do not care. Sick days and personal days and vacation time. Stop thinking about you saving your time and trying to climb the corporate ladder while working. Go take your time. Use your Go fucking your PTO. Time. Listen, meanwhile, overseas motherfucking jobs are saying, Go take a nap. You need 30 minutes. Yo, Japan? <laughs> you need 30 minutes? Go, no, that's not an option. I have to look this up. Go take a nap. Go take a nap. I have to look this up. But there's a country now that made it mandatory. Like, full time is 32 hours a week. <laughs> like, no, y'all need three days off. I legit read that Japan has nap hours. Yes. Yes, they did. Nap yeah. hour, tea time, all of this. But I, I mean, the history of how our schedule was set up, if you look back at the history, it's from um, Ford. How when they um right yeah they did production lines and things of that nature they realized mm-hmm. they could get the most productivity from people from that. working forty hours a week. That's true. That shit don't work. And you are lying as hell because I'm tired. <laughs> I don't like seeing oh, y'all motherfuckers shit. every damn day. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the nerve to come talk to me, please. <laughs> I promise you, I don't give a fuck. Oh shit. Um, I have a question before you go to your next one because I looked and I made sure. I know you. Uh, what? <laughs> Since you guys are travel buffs, right? What is your, what is a location that you want to go to that you guys haven't gone to yet? I got one. Ooh. Ooh. I got one. That's my chance. All right. So so far, Jay and I have tackled most of the Caribbean countries. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> I feel like a big one for us is Africa. Like, yes. we might have to go this year, but yeah, the panorama, um, yeah. <laughs> that is really big for us. Yeah. And we have two different perspectives. Okay. When I go to Africa, I want to be luxury. I want to look out my window and a giraffe is coming my way. You want to stay in a safari? <laughs> With my camera. <laughs> <laughs> but Jay, he wants to rough it. He wants to go to the and first of all, Africa is very macho built. It's not what people can make think it is. Right. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a second. I want you to continue because I put he wants that. to go and look at the, you know, the maybe not so built areas. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not, not for it because that, that will change a lot of things mm-hmm. in reference to perspective. I want to see where we're from, basically. Right. You know I'm going to deep dive into our heritage, you know, see my bloodline, check my history. Oh, actually, where I'm from. But Africa is a big one for us. Like that's like the European countries, yeah, they cute or whatever. But like, what are you gonna get from it outside of a picture? Like, come on with it. But um, I'm still gonna get my picture. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I feel like once I get to visit Africa, I'm good with my life. Like, we say this all the time. Like, God forbid, if we die today, I'm okay. I'm experienced. For me personally. Africa is up there. It's not number one for me. Number one for me is the uh, Maldives. I've been saving the Maldives for a uh, specific occasion. Um, <laughs> what the hell is that? I was right there. I was there. The Maldives have always been something I was attracted to. I mean, you know, like the bungalows up in the water, you know, the white rats and all the boardwalk. And mm-hmm. That's how I always wanted to do. One thing that you mentioned when it came to Africa is so funny because I remember when 
Jessie Wu had did her videos mm-hmm. on Instagram when it came to talks about Haiti, and everyone is automatically going to the third world country portion of it. Like she stayed on the resort and showed you hey, like the landscape is gorgeous. But I'm like, if you can go to DR, you can go to Haiti. Haiti it's the same thing with Africa. Right. Haiti is absolutely beautiful. Oh my god. That's why I'm like, how could you say you wouldn't go to Haiti, but you'll go to DR? It's the same Let's island. Say, <laughs> Craziness. Oh. Huh. This has been What about you guys? Let's go back. Uh, oh, let's go. Actually, Africa is on my bucket list. Uh-huh. Um, number two behind that is actually Paris. Mm-hmm. I want to do Paris. Um, I have been obsessed with Zimbabwe since I was in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I remember being in geography class and we had this conversation about Africa. And I was just looking at the continent itself, but then I was always drawn to Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. so I've always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one after that is uh, Iceland, mm-hmm. and because Iceland is, I feel like Iceland's energy visually fits who I am as a person. Like it's just very visually it's so Every time I see anything about Iceland, I just go. <gasps> Right, yeah, like I feel like I just go there and just like I'm with you. Mm-hmm. breathe a little bit, but yeah, those are my. I ain't gonna lie, the Tina documentary got me wanting to visit New Zealand. Oh, visit Switzerland. Mm, Loki, I, I definitely want to go to Australia. Yes, I'm that's how I'm not talking. Loki, we're like, nah, no. I can't. I can't. Yo, this has been a fantastic conversation. I can't thank, thank you all. Thank you all. We have um, so a tradition here at Who Raised You Hoes, um, at the end of every episode, we give a mental health tip. Okay. Um, but this edition, since you all are resident entrepreneurs, are yes, um, I would like for you each to give our listeners out there a business tip. Hmm. Something you think is very important to entrepreneurship. And or starting a business. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> shit. Stick to your aesthetic. Okay. Not everything that you see on the social media is going to work for you. Come no. on. Yes. It's not. I love it. You love it. Follow through with it. Her. Um, Period. I like that. Stop thinking that everybody gonna have your back. Ain't nobody gonna love your dreams the way that you love your dreams. That's your dream. That's your priority to protect your dream. And the bad thing about it is, it's gonna be the people that are closest to you. Stop thinking that your family and your friends is gonna have your back because that's your dream.
black brilliance. Please, if you want to, if you can, you can follow us on Sparks on the Go. That's with A Z as in zebra. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, not only do we do travel, we do just lifestyle because I feel like. You know, we're, we, we, it's not so, Jamal and I is a friendship, so. Yep. You want to see that? Right. Sparks on the go with the Z. Sparks on the go on Instagram, uh, S-P-A-R-K-Z on the go. Um, individual Instagrams, I'm Sparks underscore, again with a Z, Ivana is E.Wills underscore. Uh, YouTube is Sparks on the go. Um, and that's where you can contact us or watch our content. When is that new video coming out? Honestly. We, Jamal's birthday is uh, next month, April 12th, or whatever. Um, and we have a trip, a very big trip coming, and content, content is coming! Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are working, even when y'all think we ain't working. We working. Love it, love it. And Violet, what about your, um, your makeup Instagram? So, it's Ivana underscore 100%, that's 100% sign. At Cashmere, that's where you any type of bookings. You need me on your face. That's where you get me at. All right. I did that. With All that right. being said, thank you guys both so much for that. being here. Oh, also before we go, I cannot stress it enough. Like, subscribe, and follow WRYH Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook all over the Twitterverse at WRYH Podcast. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow us, send us a letter, note on a fucking bird, tell us we ain't shit, tell us you love it, but we want to hear from you. Make sure you do that. Liking the post does not mean support, bitch. I need my numbers. I need my motherfucking numbers, okay? I need the interaction. I ain't had a review on this podcast in almost a year. Apple Podcasts. I'm about to start calling y'all hoes out. I'm about to make y'all tired of me. I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) It's over. With that being said, thank you guys so much for being here with us. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out!